You're listening to This Podcast is for Women, episode number 51. My special guest this week is Rachel Katz. Rachel Katz is a wellness embodiment coach. She's a nutritional scientist and a certified holistic nutritionist and also a yoga teacher. I had a fantastic time speaking with Rachel. I found a lot of similarities with what she's teaching for nutritional wellness, whether that's weight loss or feeling in your body that you're connected to the food you're eating and the choices you're making. I asked Rachel a lot of difficult questions, especially for my listeners who have something in common with me, such as your age. When you get a little bit older, it can sometimes be difficult to lose or maintain your weight, especially when menopause or perimenopause sets in or if you have an autoimmune condition or another health issue where medication or lack of activity affects your weight loss or weight stability and also chronic stress. Look, it's so easy to reach for food or drink or something else that's going to make us feel better in our bodies But ultimately, that is masculine energy that's finding the easy way out. Well, in this episode of this podcast is for women, Rachel Katz talks about tips and tools you can use to find and navigate your way through intuitive eating. I think you will definitely get something from this podcast. And as always, I look forward to hearing from you in the comment sections. Do you want to have a healthy body? Do you want to feel good in your body, lose or maintain your weight, but mostly let go of some old diet culture beliefs where you feel like you should be a certain size or you have to starve yourself or you're mad at yourself for wanting certain foods, or you're maybe at an age where menopause has started or you're in your forties and your body is already beginning to change and you get upset with yourself you suffer with a dislike of the self, and you really don't know how to go from this place where you're not liking yourself to a place of self-love so you can absolutely get the results you want in life and feel good about yourself. This is why I've got my special guest, Rachel Katz, because no matter your age, your body size, or whatever's holding you up in life, to get you to that next level place you want to be where you are fully embracing self-love, Rachel is here to tell you about it. I will tell you real quick. She's a wellness embodiment coach and a nutritional scientist. She's also a certified holistic nutritionist and a yoga teacher. How fun. So she really helps women heal on a mind, body, and soul level so they can really embody true wellness. So welcome to my podcast, Rachel. It's so good to be here. Thank you for that lovely intro. (laughs) Yes, I'm happy to help. I've got a lot of questions for you. I would love for you to just share your knowledge uh, with every all of the women listening. As you know, I'm a feminine energy therapist. I help women embody their feminine energy and have their best relationship with their partner, which also means having a good relationship with yourself. But let's start there because so many women, including myself, have struggled. I would say maybe all women We struggle with how we look, how we show up in society, who we show up on the outside of the world versus, you know, who we are in the privacy of our own bedrooms or bathrooms, or even with our partner. It can be vastly different. 
the confidence that we have here, or it can affect our confidence in the world. So tell me a little bit about why diet culture, you know, is what you steer away from and you steer more into self-love. So when a client goes to work with you, what does that look like? Yeah. So I think my answer is pretty simple is that diets don't work. They don't. And I think that's why when you're on a diet, it never really ends there. Once you finish your diet, most women still are in the place where they're like, okay, well, my problem isn't fixed. I still don't really love what I look like. I'm still confused about what to eat moving forward. Maybe you get off the diet and you gain all of the weight back and then you try to find another diet that's going to give you the results that you're looking for. But I've been there. I've tried every diet. I've done everything. And at the end of the day, I was still super unhealthy, super unhappy, still didn't love my body. And the funny thing is like the more... I went on these diets, the more I lost weight, the more I kind of hated myself. Like Mm -hmm. I started that journey because I wanted to love myself more. And I ended up hating myself even more the longer I tell me a little bit of not to interrupt, but tell me a little bit about the hating yourself part. Because when I'm really, for example, watching my calories and I'm watching what I eat and drink very carefully, because otherwise (laughs) I'm sort of like, in this sort of self-indulgent, you know, phase that I can go through. Well, I, the scale starts to move a little bit and I'm really feeling good and proud about, of myself. So wouldn't progress mean that you're feeling good about yourself and keep going down that path? So I think it depends where you're coming from and why you start going on these diets and wanting to change your habits. So I'm a nutritionist. Of course, I preach nourishing your body and moving your body in ways that feel good and having healthier habits. But I think there's a big difference when you're coming from a place of like, I'm doing this because I want to feel better and I want to show myself love versus this place of, Mm -hmm. I hate myself. I really dislike what I look like in the mirror. I don't love myself and I'm looking for that validation from the outside of me. And I think I'm going to find it if I go on these diets and I restrict myself. Oh, how wise. So we're going from a place of like, I don't like myself. I don't like how I'm showing up. I don't like how I look. So I'm going to diet to change that Yeah. versus I'm going to love myself to change that. Is that right? Yes, totally. Totally. And looking at it more, not from a place of wanting to necessarily lose weight and change your body, because I think when we go on that path of I'm wanting to lose weight, um, what ends up happening is it's never enough, right? So we lose the weight that we think we want to lose. And it's really easy after that to keep going and going and feeling like, okay, well, I hit this. It's still not enough. Let me see how much more weight I can lose and more weight I can lose. And I think that's when it gets really dangerous. So I think looking at it from a place of not necessarily, I want to lose weight, but I want to have more energy. I want to have the motivation to go after the things I want in life. I want to have a clear head. I want to, you know, all of those great things that come with having healthier habits Mm -hmm. and looking at it from that perspective versus necessarily wanting to lose weight and reach a certain number on a scale, because we can even, you know, with weight loss, we can even do things that are are unhealthy and are actually harming our bodies in the long run in order to achieve that weight loss and still not feel great about ourselves and not feel good. 
you're absolutely right. The pendulum can can swing to the extreme, uh, which could mean an extreme diet or food deprivation or things like this. You know, I can't help but put myself into this uh, <laughs> as we're talking, just my own struggles. And how would self-love, you know, what if your doctor comes to you and says, look, you need to lose 20 pounds? Or what if you want to, you know, fit into your clothes or my situation, which is I have two different autoimmune conditions. I've had them since going way long back. And when they flare up, I have to go on prednisone. I have to go on a steroid and I live my life on a type of chemotherapy drug. And with that, you know, since that all started, maybe my body was changing anyway, but it prednisone definitely, I mean, it can cause people to be morbidly obese because of the way it is a catabolic uh, steroid. So mm-hmm. it eats muscle and it actually wants to save and collect fat and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, your doctor comes to you and says, look, you really need to lose 20 pounds. Your blood pressure's up. How do you self-love yourself, you know, 20 pounds down? I mean, how does that, how would that work? That's such a great question. And I think it's all about finding something that's sustainable and that you enjoy. So for example, there are still healthier ways to lose weight and treat your goals versus going on like a crash diet or fasting, because yes, you will end up getting there faster, but you're not necessarily going to keep the weight down and most likely you're going to gain it all back. So with all of my clients, I work to help them reach their goals in a way that is sustainable and that they continue, you know, to keep the weight off and to feel good long-term. So what that would look like is instead of going on a crash diet and restricting every food from your food group and sticking to like a thousand calories a day, which is not sustainable, It's like, okay, maybe for this week, we're just going to change your breakfast. You're just going to start there and have a nourishing, healthy breakfast. Then once you get used to that and you feel good doing that, okay, what can we add in next? Maybe you're going to start working out three times a week and move your body in ways that feel good. And that is key. It's finding ways to reach your goals in ways that feel good and in ways that are enjoyable to you. So I tell people this all the time. If you hate kale, please do do not (laughs) kale. (laughs) You know, it's finding foods that are nourishing, like maybe you don't like kale, but you like spinach or you like asparagus and just finding foods that you personally enjoy and including Mm -hmm. those foods into your diet versus, you know, hating what it is that you're eating. I see. I see. And I love the idea of um, finding what works for you personally. I happen to be a big lover of veg. Um, I, I grow salad year round and I love vegetable, but my caveat would be, and maybe there are some women out there who can relate to this mm-hmm. chocolate and wine, <laughs> chocolate and wine. And so, you know, if, if I'm moderating, if I'm, you know, eating healthy and whatever, you know, you have a couple of squares of chocolate, you have one or two glasses of wine, that's 500, potentially 600 calories. And when you are like, say, going through menopause or facing a, you know, a health crisis or going through a breakup or feeling just really lonely and alone, 
it's going to be our intu intuition or it's going to feel intuitive to want to go towards these foods that, that make us feel better because mm -hmm. it's a quick, you know, it's a very quick fix. And I know you focus on intuitive eating. So how do you mm -hmm. help women who are just like, you know, daily wine drinking or um, weekend you know, drinking or having that little bit of chocolate every day or every couple of days, you know, worse. I have a girlfriend who will go like a month without eating chocolate and then she'll just demolish um, like a, a bag of candy and kind of get it out of her system. And mm -hmm. I'm always like, that's, you know, that's not sustainable. Yeah. But for so many women, that's their reality. I'm, I'm more of a moderator when it comes to it than I'm all in, but uh, you know, if you could talk about both types of people, um, how does intuitive eating work for something like that? You are invited to join my online coaching community. I have a private online coaching community where I teach monthly classes. I have guest coaches, guest speakers, moderators, and so much to share with you. You can join as a member on a monthly basis and cancel at any time. You can post questions, help others where you can lend an answer, and access our library list of growing classes and workshops. There's so much fun in this group, and I especially love the supportive community. It's on a monthly basis, so you can join and cancel at any time. Head on over to diamondgirl.me group. That's D-I-A-M-O-N-D-G-I-R-L dot me slash group. I can't wait to see you over at I Heart Love Academy. Yeah, so I think that's where mindset comes into play. And that's why I work with my clients on a very holistic level. So we don't just focus on the physical aspect, right? Like the movement and food aspect of things. We also look a little bit deeper into what is their mindset around food and how, how connected are they to their bodies and to their hunger cues and all of these things. So it goes a lot deeper than just the food part of things. So when it comes to that cycle of like, I'm going to restrict myself for a month and I'm not going to have chocolate and then I'm just going to binge. Mm -hmm. That is all about your mindset and your relationship with food because, and that's why I say that diets don't work because we are not meant to just completely cut out all of the foods that we enjoy. And it's really funny because once you learn to allow yourself to truly eat anything that your heart desires and eat intuitively, you're going to find that you actually are not going to even crave those foods as much because your body is so smart. Your body knows exactly what it needs to function at its best. And if you are actually listening to your body and you're in tune with your body and you trust your body, which is a big one, you're going to find that you're not going to want to binge on chocolate every single night. If you allow yourself to eat chocolate, you're only going to want that chocolate you know, once in a while, and it's just going to be easier to stick to having it once in a while versus binging, if that made sense. It's, that totally it, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You know, th there are a lot of relationship coaches out there that are kind of like, say this, don't say that, do this, do that. And 
occasionally I will get someone who uh, a coaching client or someone in my group who says, oh, I have to do this. And I have to say this. And I always need to use feeling statements. And I'm like, no, you, you want to find what you're feeling. Like when you trust yourself and you can find what you're feeling, a truth comes out and a connectedness comes out that you're otherwise just automatically hopping over the brain, the masculine energy in my world is just hopping over your truth. So you're kind of blowing my mind here a little bit because this is exactly what I teach women how to do, but you're teaching women how to do this with food. So Mm -hmm. can you kind of walk me through the steps of what that would look like if how it would look and feel to actually listen to your body and know what to eat? Because, you know, I I might, I might uh, be having lunch at Ben and Jerry's today. So (laughs) (laughs) So how does it work? Yeah. So I always tell my clients to start with mindful eating because intuitive eating is something that takes time to develop. It's not something that just happens overnight. And it's something that you constantly have to tend to and practice um, because there are so many things in our world and our society that are constantly disconnecting us from our bodies or constantly, you know, grabbing for our attention. There's all of this health and wellness and relationship advice online, as I'm sure you know that it can feel so overwhelming and can easily take us outside of our own intuition and into what it is that everyone else is doing. So Mm -hmm. the first step to kind of developing that intuitive eating is to practice mindful eating. So what that would look like is I'm sure most people listening to this when they're eating their meals they're also doing something else, whether that's talking to somebody on the phone, watching TV, scrolling on Instagram, um, listening to music, trying to get work done. Most of us are not fully being present with our food. So I would start there and just really be present with your food whenever it is that you're eating. So cut out all of the distractions and just focus on what's in front of you. And then tune into all of your senses. So tune into your sense of taste, really take the time to chew your food and notice these sensations that are coming up for you. Take the time to smell your food, take the time to notice the shapes and the colors of your food and really tuning into all of your senses will help you be present during your meal time. And the more you're able to be present and mindful, the easier it gets to notice like, okay, I'm actually full. I don't need another serving of this, or actually I'm still kind of hungry. Maybe I need more food or maybe this food didn't really make me feel that great. So maybe this food doesn't really it shouldn't be a daily part of my diet. And just like mm-hmm. the more you're able to be present, the easier it gets to eat intuitively. So I would definitely start there. So this really goes against the traditional, everyone sit down together at the same time and talk and mm-hmm. have a conversation over dinner. I guess you could have uh, a conversation to, mm-hmm. to some regard, but still stay in your body. Um and my husband, you know, it's a tradition at lunch. We have our lunch together and we watch one of our favorite television shows. You know, that's a little treat we get to do, you know, for a half hour, 45 minutes um, during our lunch. So you're saying for a while, cut mm-hmm. that out, 
get back to food shapes, textures, how they feel in your body. Immediately my brain goes, oh my God, I'm going to be so bored. You know, food <laughs> is like as party time, watch your favorite show or listen to your, you know, favorite podcast. And you're saying scale back, get, get more authentic and present with your food. Uh, less distracted. Yes. And I'm not saying that we need to do this forever. Like you said, um, I love to watch TV while I'm eating dinner sometimes. And, you know, I definitely am not always present with my food, but I think I've gotten to the place where I am so connected with those hunger cues and with what makes me feel good that I don't necessarily need to do that with every meal. So I think it just at first, just to practice and feel what it feels like to really be present with your food and start to notice, you know, how much food it is that your body needs and what kind of foods. Once you get a better sense of that, then of course you can add back in, you know, watching TV once in a while and enjoying food with friends. But I think it's really easy when we're disconnected from our bodies and we're sitting with friends and family to have all of this chatter around food, right? Yeah. So like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be eating that. And I can't believe I just ate that piece of bread yes. with butter. And it actually takes us away from being present with our family and our friends. So mm -hmm. I think once we heal our relationship with food, it becomes even more fun to be with family and friends during mealtime. I could see that happening because I do really notice the chatter I have in my head uh, sometimes. Sometimes the chatter is like, this is just perfect. You know, this meal, it's totally balanced. Uh, it's just perfect. But it's the other stuff that is kind of mindless, you know, when, you know, you are eating that butter bread and there's nothing wrong with butter bread, but if it's, if it's not in your, you know, I guess your calorie allotment, which I don't really know if that really is also in alignment with what you're doing, but, but let's go back to like craving or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, the first thing you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong, is that once you get into this more intuitive eating, mm -hmm. that cravings will just naturally show up less. Mm -hmm. And then what if you're really having a craving though, or what if every time you drive past the Krispy Kreme, you want a donut or you drive past your favorite wine store, you want that bottle of wine on the way home from work or, you know, whatever it may be for someone. How do you handle those sorts of uh, triggers, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. or suggestions uh, in the world? How do you handle that and handle it with self-love? Yeah, that's such a great question. And there's so many things I have to say about that. Um, so I will say, you know, two days ago, I ate a burger and I ate chicken tenders and fries with my boyfriend on the same day. And I think for dinner, I also had something not very healthy. And I didn't think twice about it. I didn't feel guilty about it. I didn't even think about it. I just ate it and moved on with my day. And then the next day I woke up and I was like, Hmm, I'm really craving a smoothie and I'm craving salads and I'm just craving healthier foods and it just kind of happens naturally. So again, there's nothing wrong with having cravings for unhealthy foods and I am all for honoring that. I think when you notice that it's 
an everyday thing and it's maybe a three times a day thing that you have to start asking yourself like is this craving because I my body is actually wanting these foods and it's actually going to support me right now or is it coming from an emotional place and I'm using this food to either make me happy or maybe I'm avoiding these emotions that I don't want to feel and I don't want to face. So I'm using food as a distraction. And normally, like I mentioned at first, it's never about the food. It's about the mindset and the emotions behind it. So I think really figuring out the root cause of what is causing you to crave those foods all of the time, because like I said, your body is really smart and your body wants to feel good. It wants to have energy and it wants to function at its best. So if you're really listening to your body, it doesn't need fast food for every single meal, every mm-hmm. single day. So I think it's when we're disconnected from that and we're using that food to distract ourselves from something or to make us feel something or whatever it is. Um, to feel more in control, um, to feel less stress, we have to start asking ourselves why. And then once we figure out why, we can have healthier coping mechanisms, you know, put into place to prevent mm-hmm. us from using mm-hmm. it in that way. Hi, this is Adrian Everhart, and I'm curious are you ready to attract a loving partner and create your very own happily ever after? Maybe you've seen my growing list of testimonials on my Instagram page, or somehow you've been drawn to my work with feminine energy. I've helped a lot of women find true love, get engaged, married, and some even remarried. I want to help do the same wonderful thing in your life. I want to share Fem Tools for Dating. It's a program on my website and it's waiting for you. You see, dating can feel really difficult, and I teach you how to go from feeling invisible and intimidated online to creating connection with men and calling forth quality men into your life. Step by step, I guide you from the very first hello to happily ever after. I teach you so many feminine energy tools along the way and so, so much more. Now, if you want a coach that gets results and has methods that have helped women all over the world, Fem Tools is available when you need it. So head on over to my website. That's Everheart Coaching, E-V-E-R-H-E-A-R-T Coaching, and look for Fem. That stands for Feminine Energy Mindset Method. Trust me, ladies, this very affordable program does not disappoint. And I would imagine everything you're saying is just really, uh, you know, hitting all the right places. I'm just can't help but reflect it with my own work in that for a lot of women, masculine energy and thinking of what to do, thinking of what to say is the knee jerk reaction. It's what we do automatically. So Mm -hmm. you might automatically get a craving for something, but we talk about that pause in between the event and what you decide to do or say, there's like this little gap of space Mm -hmm. and being able to explore that, that in-between place and ask yourself, like, what is this really about? You know, what am I really needing or wanting in that moment? So I do this with relationships, you know, I do this with communicating with men uh, Mm -hmm. and really anyone finding what it is that you need, you know, is this, uh, a selfish controlling thing, or is it just really 
something I want to express. And it, I don't really want to say it's self-doubt, but it's a lot of looking inward, which would go along with intuitive. It's a lot of looking inward and finding what we really need. So let's, let's imagine, um, you know, our, our, our person, our woman we're talking about here, she's driving home from a hard day of the office and she's recently lost an important relationship in her life or her dating life is going nowhere. She's feeling frustrated and upset and she passes the donut shop and she wants to pull off and get a donut because she knows, you know, that, that one bite, boom, there goes the serotonin and dopamine in your brain. You know, the minute your tongue feels that sugar and fat, you're going to get this, you know, super fast reaction. And the same with alcohol, the same with drugs, um, Mm-hmm. you know, in a way food can behave like a drug, especially sugar can. So let's say our girl's feeling that she's agitated, lonely, sad. She wants to reach out for something that she knows will instantly make her feel good. What do you tell your clients in that moment? Such a great question. So if this was a one-time thing and it was like, this is just, I'm having a bad day. I want that donut. I would say, go for that donut and look at the thoughts that you're thinking um, because that's huge. If you're like, okay, I'm going to go for this donut, but after that, I'm going to be so mean to myself and I'm going to talk so negatively to myself and I'm going to think negative thoughts about this food that I'm going to eat. Your body is going to process that food so much differently than if you were to be like, you know what? I deserve this donut. I'm going to enjoy this donut. My body is going to react positively to this donut. I know it sounds crazy, but it's so true. The energy behind, you know, what it is that you're eating and how to talk to your food is so important. So if you're coming from a place of, I deserve this and Mm -hmm. I'm going to enjoy this and, you know, show myself some love. And this is how I'm going to do that right now. Great. Go for it. But if you are noticing a pattern and every single day you're driving home after work and you're going to get that donut, I just want you before you do that to pause, close your eyes, put one hand over your heart, one hand over your belly, take a couple of deep breaths, just get present in your body and notice how it is that you're feeling. What are you feeling? Maybe you can even do a little body scan and bring your attention to your feet and go body part by body part all the way up to the crown of your head and just notice what's happening in your body and notice if there are any parts of your body that need some love and attention and just give those parts of your body some love let them know that you're here for them that you're present that you see them that you appreciate them and Just notice any emotions that are coming up for you in those areas of your body. And after doing that exercise, you know, opening up your eyes, maybe take a couple of minutes to journal or take some notes on your phone, on the app on your phone and figure out what it is that you're really needing. If you just need a big hug, maybe you just need a big hug because you feel lonely. You can go ahead and give yourself a hug. Yes, a good self-love hug. (laughs) Maybe you just need a way to reduce your stress and to self-soothe so you can take a nice bath when you go home and, um, you know, put in some bubbles or whatever it is that you want to make it a beautiful experience for yourself. Maybe you need to release some energy in your body and you're feeling really anxious. Maybe go on a walk, call a friend, 
but just finding those healthier ways to self-soothe and notice how you're feeling after. And if after you've practiced all of those things and you're still like, you know what, I still want to treat myself to a donut, go ahead and do that. But I want it to come from a place of this is what I actually need right now. And this is my way of showing myself love and I deserve this. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it versus I'm doing this because I hate myself right now. And I want to sabotage. There's right. Want that quick fix. (gasps) Wow, Rachel, (laughs) this was really amazing. Um, I think a lot of women, in fact, I know a lot of women and our listeners are going to really get some enlightenment and a little bit of self-love and listening to your body, being there for your body, being present instead of just pacifying because, you know, that is not sustainable. We're all aware of that. Um, a lot of the ways we are in our relationships and we function with our partner is not sustainable. Yeah, we're aware of it. You know, we're aware this works right now. It's not going to work forever. I love everything that you have shared. I love that you are an advocate for intuitive eating, listening to your body, soothing yourself, and that really getting giving this diet culture a second look and a third look and a long wave goodbye. Because it just doesn't work for a lot of women. Is there anything else you would want to share with my listeners that you feel like they should really know? I just want everyone to know that it's possible to enjoy all of the foods that you want to enjoy and still love your body. And it's possible to trust yourself and trust your body when it comes to food. And I think it feels almost impossible just with our society and the messages that are constantly thrown our way. And I know there's some people listening who are like, what? I can have a donut and I'm not going to gain five pounds and it's okay. I can still have a donut. Yes, you can have that donut and still feel incredible in your body and love your body. And it is it is possible. I just want people to know that because I used to think it was impossible. And I used to think mm-hmm. that I had to be obsessed over what I was eating for so long to love myself and feel good in my body. But, you know, there's another way. It doesn't have to be like that. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on this podcast is for women. (laughs) I really appreciated your presence. I'm going to have all your links below in the description of this podcast. Is there anything particular you'd like to share with us or share with my listeners? Yeah, of course. Um, So I have a couple spots open for my one-on-one coaching program where I will work with you individually to help you heal your relationship with yourself and with food and your body and, you know, ditch diet culture once and for all and find freedom and love and fulfillment. Um, So I have a couple spots open for that. And I'm also always hosting in-person retreats. So if you're interested in something like that, you can check out my Instagram and my website. I'm always posting about those on there. And I also have a podcast, which you are going to be on, which I'm so excited about. (laughs) Um, Called The Full Life by Rachel on all podcast platforms. And yeah, that's it. (laughs) Great. So definitely look up Rachel's work and learn more about her. Check out her podcast. And thank you so much for sharing your message. I really appreciate covering this topic uh, for my listeners. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks for giving me the space to do so. Mm -hmm. Bye. 
Hi everyone, this is Adrienne Everhart. If you're enjoying my podcast and also enjoy my YouTube channel, I suggest you go a little bit deeper into one of my self-study programs. I recommend everyone start with my ebook, 500 Ways to Talk to a Man. It also comes with a two-day video class. This ebook has transformed the lives of so many women because I help you get aligned with your natural feminine energy and learn to speak and phrase your words in a way that really connects to a man's heart instead of challenging him with masculine energy. I can teach you so much more in my self-study programs. I have something for every topic that you may be interested in. And of course, New Man Manifesto, which is a 12-week manifesting course. It comes with homework and lots of extras. So head on over to my website, everheartcoaching.com to learn more.